Hello guys, welcome back to the stream. We're gonna hope that everything stays up and running. We're having a little bit of technical issues today, but as I said before, we're gonna treat this Friday as it should be treated. It's a fun Friday today. So today, we're gonna be reacting to none other than the button on Cut, and most recently we've had Cody Ko on the uh, the cut channel to run the button and be the button which means he is voicing it if you guys don't know what this series is you will get your introduction today also let me know in the chat down below is this the first live that you are catching i always love to hear from you guys as always we do have taylor in nashville hey guys happy friday and we're returning taylor's had to introduce himself twice today so guys so that one's probably less energetic than the first one but it's fine <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You know, the first time is always uh, the, the best one, at least on this show. So, we're going to get into Cody Ko sabotaging the button and do a little cringy speed dating today. Let's watch. Natalia is currently selling her breast milk. Wait. <laughs> Maven, would you ever taste some? Taste the mommy milkers? Uh... Welcome to The Button, a speed dating show. When the button lights up red, either player may press it and swap out their date for a new person. Get out of here. If two people can last on a date for 10 minutes, they win an all-expenses-paid second date. In this episode, we have a special guest who's going to be voicing me. I'm Button fan. Critic, aficionado, Cody Co. here to voice it for the first time. This is the button. All right, what do we do in this episode? Press the button and reject yourself. We'll see how they fare. Okay, for those of you who didn't catch that, normally on the button, if you press it during your date, you are rejecting the other person, meaning they gotta go. On this one, if you click the button, you're rejecting yourself. So the tables have turned a little bit. The rules are a bit different. Let's watch. Hello. Hi there. What's your name? Ryan. Taisita. Taisita, nice to meet you. You as well. <laughs> How you doing? Good, how's your day? It's cool. I think this is the only thing I've done so far. So. Same, I woke yeah. up, yeah. Do you have a good morning routine? Do you have a good morning routine? I mean, it's a morning routine. It's nothing good. What is it? What's the morning routine? Uh, wake up, hungover, you know, sweating profusely. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, Are you guys attracted to each other? Is there an attraction there? Yeah, you're very beautiful. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. We love a we love a direct man. He just said, yes, you are very beautiful. You know, some people like to beat around the bush a little bit. <laughs> now, I'm glad that the whole hungover thing was a joke, uh, because if you are hungover in the morning and sweating profusely, it's going to be a no from me. Taylor, you said you wouldn't be on a show like this. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, no, it's not not for me. I'm too I'm just too honest and like straightforward about things and like it I don't know. I don't think I'd be very entertaining to watch in this setting. But luckily I'm married, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Do you think it would like come off bad to the audience how honest you are? Is that what you're saying? Like it just wouldn't be no, funny. I'm not like rude honest. I'm just like I don't know. I I, I think I'd be boring to watch because I would just be like, this is 
I don't believe in this type of thing. It's not, <laughs> I'm not going to find my person doing this. Right. So. I feel like I'm the opposite in that, like, I, am, I cannot assert myself enough. So I would just be like trying to be so nice, even if I didn't, <laughs> even if I didn't really like the person. So maybe this show was not, was not cut out for somebody like me. Anyways, we'll continue. I have a feeling that obviously he's feeling her, but I don't know that she's feeling him quite in the same, you know, the same way. Seriously? By the it's way, 40% of y'all, this is your first live, which is pretty crazy to see. So that's awesome. Wait, that, for real? Uh, yeah, it's like 38% right now are saying that this is the first time they've ever been watching it live, which if you're watching this later, it's uh, 1 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, right? you got it, you got right? it. <laughs> so yeah, set your notifications on. YouTube doesn't like to always send them, but set them on uh, so you catch it live with us. It's a it's a party, and we'll, we're going to make these interactive too, so we're going to be doing polls, and maybe you guys can even choose what we do next, so stay, stay with us. Wow, good to have all the newbies in the chat. Welcome, welcome. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. All right, what should I say? She has kids. I don't know if bring that up. Hi, you have kids, right? I do. I have oh. one. Oh, how old? He's five. First year of kindergarten? Or... Yes. Nice. Oh, don't get me started. I'm a little nervous. I'm excited, though. Do you want kids? Oh, yeah, of course. How many? Uh, like three to eight. I don't know. A lot. <laughs> so, Ryan, you say you'd see yourself as a daddy. I Yeah, I'd like to be a father, yeah. A daddy. Too. Do you see yourself as a daddy? As a daddy? A daddy. Uh, <laughs> I, uh... Sorry. I'd say, yeah, honestly. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, I want... I love to hear like what his interpretation of what he's being asked is because he said, I'd like to say, uh, yeah, honestly. Also, I want to hear from you guys. What is your response to somebody who says that they want eight kids? Eight's a pretty big number. You know, I'm one of those people who, when asked, will say, you know, I want a whole basketball team, which is technically, you know, five, five players. So <laughs> that and that that's probably on the, the larger end of saying how many kids you want. If somebody told you eight how are you responding to that? Is it a green flag, red flag, beige flag? You let me know in the chat down below because I'm, I'm very curious. Eight is a lot of kids. And he says it's sort of, you know, flippantly. I wonder how active he could be in, in eight kids' lives. At eight, I'm like, damn, how much love can you show each kid if you have eight? But y'all let me know. I bet some of y'all are uh, in a family of eight. Some of you are one of a hundred. <laughs> Down, there, down below, so let me know. Want a lady in the streets and a, a freak in the, what is it, lady in the... <laughs> you nailed that. I, nailed yeah, it. Yeah, my words right now are pretty bad. Why? I'm a little nervous. All right, go red. Does your facial hair grow out more than that, or do you keep She's it She's going to smack I, it, it. It rotates depending on the weather. Damn. Sorry. Okay. Not because... No, it's all good. No, it was just you were nervous. Yeah, no, I am. Now, what did I tell y'all? Told y'all she was not feeling him like he was feeling her. He was looking to get that black queen and she, she ate him. <laughs> I mean, starting with the hangover thing and then like just being a mild mannered white dude and saying you want to be called daddy. It's just, yeah, that's strike two, man. He's already down for the count. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little off, man. You know, that sucks when you like come out of the gate and you're like feeling fresh and you tell a joke and the joke doesn't land. Oh, that's gotta, that's gotta it's suck. It's like me on every one of these streams and that's fine. <laughs> Personally, I would be like, oh, you know what? A for effort. Even if it didn't hit, I would still give the guy points for for coming out of the gate with some comedy. Let's keep mm -hmm. watching. Let's see what's I forget what her name is. It was a really it was, a, you know, that was a complex name she had. I think it's Ty or something. <laughs> uh, actually, sorry. You rejected yourself. That's, oh, that's Ooh. the new rule. So I'm out. You're, yeah, She's you rejected yourself. 
she's out. Get her skincare routine before you let her go, because damn. Ryan, get your ass back in here. <laughs> Ryan. Hey, button. Ryan. Uh, I'm back. Sit down, buddy. Don't touch me. Yes, yes, sir, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jen. Nice to meet you. Ryan. Oh my God. Jen. So, like, do you know anything about the rest of the world? Or are you just, like, super American then? We remember Jen on this channel. We reacted to her episode of The Button where she went off on this guy and they went back and forth because he said something along the lines of, I'm going to the Middle East and it's a whole nother world. And she was irked by that. She was like, what do you mean it's a whole nother wor world? Do you not understand that other people live differently and, like, culturally it's different? It's not a whole nother world. They're not aliens or whatever. She was pissed. Uh, and then the guy continued to just dig a hole and uh, throw himself into it. <laughs> they just did not vibe. Let's see if Jen is on a different wavelength for this episode, but we remember her. This show remembers. Should I be offended right now about this? No, I, are okay. you woke or something? Am I woke? Yeah. What do you mean? I'm awake, actually. Okay. Not... Ah, what's fucking happening? Oh, I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> what do you think of her? She's got mean. How tall are you? I'm 4'11 and a half. You're 4'11. I just say 5'5 five five, though. Okay, yeah. I'm 6'2. Good for you. Yeah. How's you know, the air up there? It's different. Jenny, do you go for tall guys normally? Uh, yes. All my ex-boyfriends are above 6'2. Above 6'2? They like them short. I don't know what it is. There's <laughs> just zero chemistry there. Nothing. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> you rejected yourself. I know I did. <laughs> sorry, have a good no. one. Yeah, thank you. Damn. You know what? For a second, I thought like the dynamic on this show would be better if you have to reject yourself because then it's like, you know, this just isn't working for me. I'm going to see myself out. I didn't think about the fact that the rejection hurts so much more when a person is willingly going to get off a show because they don't want to be around you anymore. <laughs> that is actually. <laughs> fucked up <laughs> yeah well it's like if you don't hit that button then you do have to stay with the person on the date and so i mean he's he's clearly not going to hit it so i don't know i i can't blame him but uh, it is it is a different dynamic and pretty cringe by the way i'm surprised we did the poll if someone says they want eight kids is that a red beige or green flag only 38 percent of you are saying it's a red flag 17 percent say it's a green flag and 45 percent are in the middle say it's a beige flag beige so flag. interesting that only 37 percent would say like no i'm not going to pursue something with someone if they want eight kids so yeah it's like what 70 percent of you almost 62 percent say i would be open to eight kids that's impressive go ahead y'all are uh, Elon Musk would be proud of the re repopulation effort you guys are working on yeah you guys are really going you're gonna go ham <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like eight kids. I'm just like, how much one of the kids is going to like be lacking in attention. I think at some point, like, how do you possibly divvy up your time, affection and attention to eight kids? That's a lot. That's, That's a Nick lot. Cannon, right? Yeah. Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon with his zoom call on Christmas for his nine kids <laughs> that he does every year. <laughs> I can't, he can't even keep up with the names. I mean, like at that point, you know, when people like get their family's names like tattooed on them, at that point, you must, he must have like a list down the side of his Bro, arm of his sleeve. kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tragic. Oh, okay, I'll keep watching. Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? Cause I usually can talk a lot, but this one was making me kind of hard to talk, so. Mm, she's gone. Yeah. Okay. Bye. That is so awkward. Think, this guy's uh, funny. 
I'm Ryan. Izzy. Izzy, nice to meet you. Me too. Izzy. How's your day? I love the name, but if you're watching Love is Blind, you don't love the name. Guys, are you watching Love is Blind? Put it in the comments down below if you're watching Love is Blind. Me and my boyfriend have been watching it. We're fully up to date. I almost want to make a video about how I feel about each of the couples on Love is Blind because this, this season, the season five has been quite chaotic. I have a lot to say. Let me know if you're watching it down below, especially the men if you're watching Love is Blind. Is somebody making you? Are you watching it on your own? I swear, men do get invested in dating shows if somebody makes them watch it. That's one of the things. All of a yeah, sudden. I can confess that that's happened to me for sure. I'm not watching this season because Netflix cracked down on their password sharing thing. And uh, I was reaching uh, off my parents' Netflix and I'm too stubborn to get Netflix because they've also raised the prices, right? Like Sabrina, our friend Sabrina just made a big uh, deal about this on her Instagram. But yeah, she, she's saying like, is Netflix even worth it anymore? And I don't know. I've been holding out on on buying it. But because of that, I'm missing season five. Uh, you know what? I might just have to make maybe it'll be like a Saturday wild card video where I tell you my thoughts on Love is Blind. Maybe we'll wait for the finale to come out because I have a lot to say. You should watch it, Taylor. I don't know. You can't now. I'm not going to pay. You know, if Netflix is going to start charging like 20 bucks a month, I'm not going to do it. Sorry. Right. It's just not worth it. Just for the sheer sake of principle, I'm not going to pay that much for a streaming service. So buy Netflix. Good. Woke okay. up a little bit late, but she's here now. How nice. about you? Yeah, on time. So. What was you guys' last relationship? So my last relationship was ended in 2020. You know, COVID happened, everything yeah. fell apart, relationships are expensive. Yeah, my last relationship was hmm. over over a year ago. All right, you can turn right. It's just... <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've been in a relationship. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Ryan, explain yourself. I, I'm just not feeling it. I'm sorry. Me either, so it's all good. He wanted out of there. Yeah. Oh my god, what the fuck? Uh, does she know this person? <laughs> I bet you it's someone she's been on a date with already. But do you guys know each other? Uh, I don't know if you watched the last episode we were in, but we were definitely sitting in the same position. How did it go last time? He rejected me last time. Let's think about it. To you fair. rejected <laughs> me based off my sign. What's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. God damn it. Where's the button? No. Red flag. Red flag. Get rid of her. <laughs> she needs to eliminate herself. I... And this is like a particular part of L.A. culture, I guess, uh, like the whole astrology girls or whatever. And I guess there's astrology guys, too. If somebody starts to like change the way they treat me based off of my birthday and my sign, you got to go. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't deal with that. And there's a lot of people who do that and they want to like map out your sign and ask you what time you were born and all this different stuff. I get it if that's what you vibe with and like where your interest lies. But it could not be me. Could not. Oh, mm, no. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, she's just going to be What's silent. Your sign? I'm, uh, I'm a Capricorn. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't blame her. I <laughs> <laughs> see. Thank you. <laughs> From what I remember, you really thought that was weird that people would reject people, right? Do you yeah, think yeah. That? So yeah, I, I think it's weird. Is it different this time? Any. I mean, it's more awkward this time than last time. More awkward this time. Especially because now that we know who each other are, we have a lot of mutual friends as well, so we know a lot of the same people. Oh. Have fun. Bye, astrology girl. That didn't feel uncomfortable at all. Yes, uncomfortable, but like, I mean, uncomfortable situations are bound to happen. It's kind of just the way of things. That's that's deep. Okay, G. He said uncomfortable situations are just bound to happen. That's a that's a good sign. 
Green flag. I, I like this guy's confidence. He's, you know, he's comfortable with himself for sure. Yeah. So respect. Yeah. She wouldn't talk to him and he's just like, we're just going to sit in this discomfort right now if you're not going to talk to me. <laughs> and that I can respect. Okay. By the way, we did another quick poll. If they're asking okay. for your sign, is it a red, beige, or green flag? And uh, so far, 70% of you say it's a red flag. So you're with us on the not not feeling the zodiac 27 percent say beige only four percent green so it's pretty risky basically wow. to uh put yourself out there on the on the zodiac front thank you welcome to the club guys i greatly appreciate it i knew i had found my people you have just you've since confirmed it with these polls so congrats <laughs> maven nice to meet you natalia nice to meet natalia, you pleasure i saw me to seattle so what do you do for fun here i mean it's seattle pretty. has a little bit of everything and anything because it's like got the city and you have nature i'm more of a city boy thank god because i had like a situation ship and he was not a city boy he was a farmer boy oh he was like i like country music and i was like no, I'm not oh a i'm sorry but i just can't i'm not a fan of situation ships guys Taylor and I were talking about this before the show, how we need to make a video about situationships. I don't like the phrase, and I get it that people get into like talking phases or they're seeing somebody and it's like a little booty call or somebody that they have on the side to see. I just don't like the idea of situationships, like especially with women, because you know, you know, only I, I say that only one person is calling it a situationship, right? <laughs> and it's either the girl who's playing with the guy and you know saying uh you know it, this is not a situationship i just don't like him or it's the guy playing the girl and he's like that's not my situationship i don't like her i just call her when i'm you know and bored or want to hang out with somebody if you don't stand up and represent yourself and say i'm not going to put myself in this position anymore do and the fact that people are actively calling the person that they're in this deal with a situationship girl if you don't respect yourself <laughs> get out of that situation. Taylor's dutifully nodding, yeah. nodding along. If, if you're in a situation ship, then somebody is not exerting their boundaries properly or drawing their boundaries properly. And if you're the one complaining about being in a situation ship, it's probably you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Only one person is calling it a situation ship, guys. I think there's a little chemistry here. What do you think? You guys should like dance together right now. You guys got music or? You guys got disco? I'm down. I'm down. Okay. Okay. It's not really dance music, but it's something. Alright. Hey, that's a match. Go red. Don't click it. Oh my gosh. I just had to pause for a second. Imagine if you're like with a girl hanging out and she's like dancing it and she just dances up and just rejects you right in the middle of you like being in this like vulnerable moment first of all that would be horrible second of all green flag for both of these individuals for getting up and dancing in the middle of this video not only is that kind of like you know it could be an embarrassing thing to do but also you're being filmed to go on youtube for millions of people to watch and you all both chose to get up and just put a little boogie in it you know that is a green flag if I ever saw one. These two should go on a second date. There's more to the video. We're only halfway through this video, so I'm imagining they don't end up together. And for the record, you guys, just so you know, Amala is blind reacting to this, so she has not seen this video before, and I did pre-screen it to make sure there's nothing crazy in here. Uh, but anyway, stay tuned. Keep playing, because there might be some twists and turns. I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, gosh, who's going to reject who? Oh, I don't know. Okay, let's watch. <laughs> Go red again, maybe? 
of the. <laughs> Look at so them, like, these are cute. Favorite things to do here in Seattle, like because I love kayaking. What the hell? This is great. Can we find a there match? is a nature aspect, so like the hikes are cool, but like uh, besides that, like going to art shows. I'm currently selling my breast milk. Is that something? Fun fact: Natalia is currently selling her breast milk. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it started as a joke. We were at a party. Okay. And then like I just started giving people my breast milk to try and they were like, oh you know, your breast milk tastes good. You should sell it. <laughs> Who do you sell it to? I sold it to my best friend's brother and he just took it from there. And I don't know the individuals, but they give me money, so that's all you I know care what? about. Pause. <laughs> I gotta pause for a second, <laughs> okay. I thought this was gonna be a totally different plot twist. I thought the plot twist was gonna be like, you know, I sell my breast milk to mothers who like need it for their babies, but it sounds like there is a man who is the middleman in this situation selling the breast milk. To who? To who, I must ask, are you selling this, this breast milk to? And why is she not more concerned that there are individuals who she is unaware of buying her breast milk? I hope that it is like expecting mothers or people who are, you know, moms. Also begs the question, are you a mom because you are producing breast milk? And where's your baby? Are you raising this baby? Who has the baby? Did you also give your baby to a middleman and you have no idea where it is now? <laughs> what is going on? This opens up a, a, a field of questions. Taylor, if, after you heard this, let's say you're on a date with somebody and she's like, I sell my breast milk uh, and I you know, gave it to this guy and he takes care of it. Are you staying on that date? Red flag. Nope, I'm done. <laughs> Hit the button. Spam it. So you're done don't without even, even getting the details. Like, turn on, turn this thing on. I need to press the button. Now really? You don't do even not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. We we uh, did a poll for you guys in, in the chat as well on this critical, very profound question of uh, if she's selling her breast milk, is it a red flag? Sixty-seven percent of you say yes, it is a red flag. Five percent say green flag. I think y'all are trolling. If she, that's a good thing. I don't know. Unless maybe there's like a humanitarian angle or something there. Okay, but what if she's like, yeah, I give my breast milk to this guy, and he gives it to mothers that can't produce breast milk. What are you are you gonna say of the date? Is that? I don't know. I a mean, lot of I women guess, do that. A lot of women like, do that. To, what, to your point, why? What's going on here? Why are we producing breast milk? How did we get involved in the breast milk selling market? It's just there's there's a lot of ambiguity around these questions, right. and it, it's just uh, it's yeah red flags. Beja best. Okay, if I'm a dude and she's saying yeah, I give my breast milk to mothers who can't produce breast milk or who need like an extra supply or people who adopt babies or whatever it is, I'm like okay, yeah, that's cool. We can continue the date. If there's anything else going on uh, that seems less than wholesome, we're gonna have to investigate a little bit. Let's hopefully we get the answer to where this is going in this video. Now I'm very curious. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody just up. said y'all are hating on this dairy queen. Dairy queen. <laughs> Oh, oh you know what? Yeah, okay. secure the bag. Secure the bag. Maven, would you ever taste some? <laughs> taste the mommy milkers? Uh, <laughs> sure, why not? I bet you better, cause like, I, better. yes, I need a review. I need a review for them. Are you guys feeling this right now? Is there some chemistry going on? I like talking to you. Yeah, I like vibing with you. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Wait, why doesn't he have more questions? Why doesn't he have more questions? <laughs>
not investigate. Maybe you just got to chalk it up to the editing. You maybe, but that man did not investigate a little bit. Even okay. Hopefully, it's just editing. Oh my gosh. I know though, like you know, I am a mom. So okay. like, how do you feel about there that? There it is. I'm not pressing it at all. All right, listen. I think things are going pretty well. I'm going to turn red again, so oh, you have one more okay. chance to hit it. You know what? If he's cool with it, he's I'm cool with it. I'm putting my hands up here. He said, "Hands up." Don't you dare. Oh. Okay. Damn, why? I mean, I didn't get to ask the questions that I really want to know, so. Um, maybe ask that on the second date that you just won? What do you mean you didn't get to ask the questions that you really want to know? And now you're going to reject yourself. It's not even that she's rejecting him and gets to continue to meet more people. Now she's rejecting herself. I, baby girl, how many dudes are going to be okay with the fact that you sell your breast milk to a random breast milk dealer and you have a kid. How many dudes are going to be vibing with that? And that dude just According listened to, to it. According to our data on this show, it's around 5%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's still not that great, though. 5%? Okay, 5% is something. But damn, you just found a perfectly nice guy who, like, likes to sit in his uncomfortable moments. And he's just like, yeah, you know, I go on a second date. And you rejected yourself from it. <sighs> this was a mishap. Let's, let's keep watching. Wow, treacherous, treachery. I don't really know. Yeah, no, that's real. But I like vibing with you. I like vibing with you too. I like dancing with you. It's all right. Hey, pleasure. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. You know what? We have a, a viewer on this show who's often in the super chats. His name is Alex Santeus, and he has this thing against modern women because he thinks their standards are too high and stuff, and he's super red pilled. I'm getting red pilled by this woman right here. You had a perfectly nice man who totally matched your vibe, who in the middle of a speed dating show that's going out on the internet decided to get up and dance with you who didn't care that you have a kid and said that's totally fine who didn't care that you sell your breast milk on the black market and he said i will go on a second date with you and you rejected yourself oh and my under the gosh. pretense that you didn't get to ask enough questions which is the dumbest reason not to go on a second date with somebody if it you really have more is. questions go on the date and ask the dang question yes jail send jail jail for her jail <laughs> She's a vibe. What's up? That's a good guy. You want somebody's titty milk, so I'm not gonna shake your hand. <laughs> Whoa! Was there context behind that? Mm, I trust my girls. Wait, what, what was, was your problem? problem that he said titty milk? I mean... I just support her hustle. Not the hustle! <laughs> oh, you see, that's why it's context. Okay, give me context, let's go. She sells titty milk. And apparently it started off as a joke with her homies, and then she sold it to her homie's brother. So she offered the titty milk. She, it it kind of got offered, put on the table. Not like literally. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna even gonna hate, hate you on it because right. I probably look you come, come on, see, Right, right. I thought you outright was like, oh, you a mom? Let me try that titty milk. No, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Mary hasn't had sex in a year. That is true. Oh, he rejected himself. Why? The only reason why is because I'm low-key invested in trying the titty milk. You know, he said the only reason why is I want to go talk to that girl about the press. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What are you going to say? Yeah, that was a big plot twist. But also, like, she just rejected you, dude. So I don't know. Like, why, why do you still want to go after that? Like, you must be really thirsty in multiple senses of the word. I guess so. My goodness. Dehydrated. My. <laughs> First of all, he saw that Dairy Queen and 
yeah, you know, if, if, the, if the game is that they reject themselves, my strategy would be I would just never reject myself. I would just sit in the game the whole time. I would sit through all the uncomfortable moments and just wait for the other person to reject themselves and just be, you know, sitting pretty until I get the person that I want to go on a date with. But he decided to reject himself, probably because he's going to go after that girl and more than the breast milk. Okay, let's keep watching. Oh, you go support that mom. I support I'm that. I'm low-key invested in it. Yeah, well, it was uh, nice meeting you. Pleasure. Yeah. Go get that titty milk. <laughs> support our local moms. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Hi. What is Good going you? on? You been buzzing people out? Who's this? Only one. Oh. And Technically, they buzz themselves out. Oh, is that what we're doing right now? Yeah. Abdul does not fuck with vegetables. Mm, you know, that's real. I actually don't fuck with bean sprouts. And I'm Vietnamese, and that's like a core component to pho. Okay, this is kind of, this might be a little weird. If I go on a date with somebody and they say, I don't F with vegetables, eh, you're getting out of here. What do you mean? What do you mean? You don't, you don't eat your greens? You're not eating like your, your, Carrots, your zucchini, your broccoli, your, your collard greens, your kale. You're not you're not getting precious nutrients that you need to live a healthy life on earth. If somebody tells you they don't eat vegetables and they don't mess with vegetables, if you don't get up and get out of that immediately, you mean you wanna have offspring and you won't eat vegetables? Are you I mean, kidding what me? What if they're on the carnivore diet or something like that though? I have my thoughts on that. We're not going to get into it. <laughs> here's, here's, no. Here, how about no. this? This is a poll for you. Would you rather have date a vegan or somebody who uh, like, or no, sorry, not vegan, a vegetarian, somebody who eats no meat uh -huh. uh, or somebody who eats no vegetables? A vegetarian, 100%. Really? 100%. No, 100%. Rather no. eat somebody who, I'd rather eat somebody, I'd rather date somebody who's like eating things that actually come from the earth and, you know, getting their sustenance. Animals come from the earth. Yeah, okay, animals do come from the earth, I understand, but I'm saying like you can get a lot of sustenance from, from vegetables. If somebody's eating like just, I don't know, for me, I, I'd rather go with the vegetarian. This is not to say I would not date somebody who is like exploring the carnivore diet. I would just be like, we need to talk a little bit more about that exactly and, and what you're doing there if somebody tells me they do not eat vegetables guys that is a red flag for me i didn't realize that would be such a hot take if you don't eat your vegetables we we can't we can't do this i i apologize guys i'm doing a poll right now so you guys are gonna settle this for us because Amelie and I disagree on this one. For Dude, sure. you're telling me, Taylor, if you go on a date with the girl and she straight up tells you she does not eat vegetables, you're gonna be like, oh, that's fine. That'll be far less of an inconvenience to my life than if they were uh, a vegetarian. And you, really? it's less weird to me. How are they? Yeah. How is it an inconvenience if they're a vegetarian? They just eat vegetarian and you go about your business. Because we'll never, like, anytime we have meat for dinner, uh, yeah. it's going to have to be like me making the meat for myself. It's never this like thing where we are having steak for dinner or we're having burgers. Oh, okay. It's so it's always going to be like that. And then everywhere we go, we're going to have to talk about how you vegetarian. Blah, blah, blah. What? Yeah. So you value it. You value a shared experience. Is that, that's what it is. That's what you're saying. In part. And I just, <laughs> vegetarianism, I'm just not about it. Anymore. I don't know. So, if somebody doesn't eat vegetables, that's like a huge red flag to me. I don't, you know, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, <laughs> I didn't. I All just right, well, learned this. I think y'all are more with me. It's pretty close, but uh, 
uh, 57% of you would rather date someone on the carnivore diet than, than a vegetarian. Dude, what? Nah, that's blowing my mind. I just, there's a clip going viral right now of uh, there's a guy named Al Michaels. He's a sportscaster. Like, he's been around forever. But it just came out. He's pushing 80 years old. It's like 70, 70-something. 70 and uh -huh. he said, I've never willingly eaten a vegetable in my life. Like, his parents didn't make him eat vegetables when he was a kid. And uh, now he's 70 years old and was just being interviewed. And he was like, I've never Dude. voluntarily eaten a vegetable. Even he's there? Like, the guy's like, not even a carrot. And he's like, no, it just doesn't appeal to me at all. So I don't eat them. I wonder what his what his supplement uh, diet looks like, because there's so many things you're missing. You're missing out on there. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll look into it. Of course, there are exceptions to every rule. OK, guys. But my rule is if you're not touching vegetables, I'm sorry. Uh, you're not getting a second date. Jail. <laughs> Jail. I feel like I'm about to get a lot of hate from the Vietnamese people. <laughs> Side story, when I was growing up, my brother hella hated vegetables. Mm -hmm. um, there's like this Vietnamese soup where you put spinach in it, and he would try to like pretend to yak. So that way I would have to eat it, or he would just not have to eat it at all. Mm -hmm. I do have a story about spinach and vomit, actually. Funny oh. that you bring all that Ooh, up. Love that, I love that. <laughs> But go ahead. Uh, when I was younger, my sister got in trouble for something, and my mom was really, really angry. Mm. And as my sister was getting scolded, I was in the corner eating my spinach, uh, and I threw up in the spinach. And then she came back over here. It's like, Abdul, why haven't you finished your food? And I just fucking ate my vomit spinach. <gasps> you ate your own vomit? I did. Oh my God. <laughs> this is like, I think I was like seven years old. That's you know, I can see of all how... the stories to tell on your first day. Come on. And it's not that's not even the problem that I'm identifying there. Just like what situation did you have going on in your household where you felt like you should eat that rather than telling your parents it made me sick? Like what what is the dynamic between you and your parents that you felt the need to eat your own sick rather than tell them this just made me sick? I'm like, how are your How's your family treating you? What's going on there? What was like disciplinary action like in your household? I would be more concerned about his upbringing than I would be about the story itself. Honestly, you can tell a gross story on a first date or whatever. That's not going to turn me off. It's just, you know, as long as they're telling the truth and there's something that happened, I admire your honesty. But I would definitely have some more probing questions about your childhood if you if you instinctively did that rather than telling your parents that you got sick. This. Right. Well, that's what's so concerning about it is like if you're if you had such a strange and traumatizing childhood that you felt compelled to eat your own vomit. like mm -hmm. that's, that's raising more questions. It's not just inherently the oh, you told a gross story, but it's like what right. the, there's a lot more to that. And like, have you fully processed that? And I don't know. It's just not a great look. Yeah, I'd be like, well, dude, yeah, now I understand why you don't eat vegetables. Damn. I get that. Like, okay, I wouldn't eat a vegetable either if that happened to me. Whew. Okay, I have a feeling this is not going to end in a in sparks flying and in a second date. Maybe we'll get a a button press here. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, yeah. You want someone who smells good? Do you want him to give her a little whiff? <laughs> I, I, I hate when y'all do that. <laughs> I do like someone that smells good. What about you guys giving each other like a you know a little sniff? You know, I'm not gonna lie, I had me a little bit of champagne in the back. <laughs> and it was a little warm back there, but I did put on deodorant. <laughs> you can smell my arm. arm. I consent to that. Okay, thank you. It's <laughs> a good smelling arm. What kind of lotion is that? I'm like, did I? Would you like to smell my arm? Sure. I don't think it smells like anything, but. It smells like human. Thank you. Thank <laughs> it you. smells neutral. Are you two attracted to each other? I'd say so. I would say so as well. Yeah. Got a wow, fresh hair. Is this gonna work the out? Fresh. The curls are curly. He smells like a human. <laughs> I smell he does. 
because, you know, it's like not too salty, not too sweet. Just right in the middle. I'm going to go red one more time. No one hits it. And we're off to the races. Off to the races. I'm not sitting on my hands, but they're cut. Wow. Let's go! Wow. We did that. We're going to go for the second day. I did not see that coming. I guess we're gonna we're gonna close out this episode, but I did not see that coming. The the sparks were not flying for me with these two. I thought they were just simply, you know, tolerating the presence of one another. Wow. I was thinking uh, there's a good Ethiopian restaurant in the central I district. I am hella down. Okay. Just opened a couple months ago. I'll be a day busters. Thank you for watching me voice the button. Wow. Okay, so they ended up together. You know what? Sometimes people shock you, and that's the way this goes. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, you'll find love in the strangest of places, and sometimes that's on a YouTube speed dating show. Yeah, they had some good <laughs> twists and turns in this one because the the ones we thought we were gonna that were gonna get together, the uh, breast milk guy, uh, ended up not working out, and then these guys uh, ended up having the happy ending. So. You know what? Good for him, and I you bet that breast milk guy is gonna go and get that breast milk. So you know what? It probably is a win for him too, I guess. <laughs> Questionable. Uh, we did get a fifty dollars super chat here okay. from Chantel. We read those immediately. It says dating these days is messy. First time SC apostrophe R. I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, super chatter. Mm. I should know that. Uh, first time super chatter. Thank you, Chantel. I'm a chef. Christian own my home mortgage free and get told how awesome I am, but still single. This game show is helping me understand why we live in a disposable mentality world. Yeah, man. It's so difficult when you have a thousand options to not just go oh i'll go to the next one and see if there's anything there oh i'll go to the next one and see if there's anything there i've noticed on this show specifically it's kind of it kind of places a microscope on modern dating because you'll have two people sit across from each other they're both on the same wavelength they're meeting each other's vibe or whatever and they'll get through the entirety of winning this game and at the very end when they say do you want to you know click the button and move on they'll click the button and move on and their answer is I just want to see what else is out there because I know more exists out there. Like, I know there's other girls waiting in the back room. I know there's other guys back there. And I think that's what so many people bring as a mentality when they are dating uh, in today's time, especially with online dating and social media. Even when you're dating somebody, there's another girl, you know, sliding in the DMs trying to get their attention. So it's kind of tough to be in that a scenario, especially with somebody who has that personality of, oh, there's always something more out there, so why place myself in the position to be with somebody? It's rough. And the numbers are, like, stark, especially with young guys. I think I saw a survey, like, a week ago where it said, like, a, a good chunk of young men have never even approached a woman in person to, like, start a conversation about anything. Dating, getting the number, telling her she's pretty. They won't even approach women to start that conversation. And maybe we need to delve into that a little bit more and ask ourselves why, but those numbers are crazy. You mean not one of you is going up and talking to a woman just to initiate conversation? Why is that? And y'all know I saw that hashtag, hashtag I fear women was trending on uh, Twitter, which is wild. Like, what are what are you scared of? Is it like these OnlyFans girls? Is it being rejected? Is it them finding something better? Is it you're scared to online date? I'm sure there's a million things. Uh, but we're going to move on from the button. We don't have enough time to react to this second video that I had uh, lined up, which is 
find the flat earther it's on jubilee if you guys ever want me to react to that video down the line let me know in the chat down below we're gonna do some reddit aita which is am i the asshole where people ask you know am i the asshole in this situation did i do the wrong thing they explain their whole situation and we let them know if they are or if they aren't we're gonna put some polls in the chat for you guys to respond to and we're gonna read some of them so this one is boom am i the asshole for not being happy that my little sister is getting married it says i 28 female am not happy for my little sister 19 female getting married we don't have any family left other than a distant uncle who lives across the country and couldn't care less about us i've tried to be the best role model i could be for her since we lost our only parent so young but i feel like i failed my little sister met this cook at the restaurant she works at and i don't care what he does for a living it has nothing to do with that but he's 39 He's 39 years old and just put a ring on my 19-year-old sister's finger. I met him once before and I didn't realize he was that old, to be honest. He looks good for his age. But I also didn't think they would end up together, so I didn't think to press on it. She is constantly dating all these men, probably to make up for her severe daddy issues that I also have, but we don't need to get into that. I feel terrible because my sister was so excited to tell me she's engaged and I flipped out on her. I told her how disgusting it is that he is an old man and that she wouldn't be able to live her life the way she wanted to with a guy like that. She left the house crying and won't answer me. It's been two weeks. A-I-T-A? Question mark. Oh, this one's rough, man. I don't know. It's rough, but I have a clear-cut answer. You have I think she is not the a-hole for you, not okay. wanting her sister to get married. It's not that you don't want her to be happy, but this is just clearly like, I don't know, it's a tough, it's a tough situation that is rife with issues, and that's a huge age gap for someone who's very, very young. Yeah. And I don't know if it, it, it's tough if you love somebody to like be able to support something like that, especially if you don't know this man. I don't know. I would, so he's double the age. You don't really know much about this guy. You didn't think much of it when you met him. I don't know how I would react to this sort of news. I would definitely be on the fence about it, but you run the risk of like, if you flip out on this person, right? And you start a whole argument, you're just gonna drive them further into the person that they wanna marry's arms, right? So she's just gonna run to that guy and be like, my sister doesn't like you. And he's gonna be like, oh, you don't need your sister. You know, we have each other, we're getting married. And then you've created an even deeper issue. I would have tried to remain calm in this situation, explore their relationship a little more, be like, let's have him over for dinner and let's you know, meet this guy, talk to him about his intentions, what the future looks like for him, and just approach the situation with caution because when you flip out, it leads to exactly what she said. We haven't talked in two weeks. You know, she left crying. There's this whole situation on our hands now. So I don't think that she's the a-hole for being concerned about her sister, obviously, and for not being happy with the situation that she's in. But she probably could have handled the news a little bit better. I can imagine in the brain of a 19-year-old, you're like, I'm a fully grown person, and I'm gonna like, I'm gonna do whatever it is I wanna do, and if you hate it, I'm gonna do it even harder. So you gotta really control and give a measured response even when you hear super crazy news like that. I'm so curious to see what this guy is like, and he's, ah, gosh. If you're, I don't know, he's 40, right? And he's never, I don't, I don't know his situation, whether he's never been married or he has been married or whatever, there is some definite investigation that needs to go on about who this guy is and what he's doing with his life. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, the principle's different. Like, in principle, just, it's not bad to 
have concerns about this relationship on its face. And so I can't say she's an a-hole for that. Now, did it, do we know the way that she handled it? And right. did she try to shame her sister or freak out on her? Then of course that's going to push her away and probably push her straight more into the arms of her, uh, 39 year old fiance. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you can, two things can be true at once. You can say, uh, you know, I agree that she's not the a-hole for not wanting to her sister to pursue this relationship, but hopefully she also doesn't handle this in a way that's going to push her sister away and still supportive and loving to her sister. Yeah. My strategy on this would be like, how can I be nice about my approach so that I can see this guy as often as I possibly can before their, their wedding date or whenever that plan is. And so that I can convince my sister to wait on getting married. If this is the guy you're going to be with for the rest of your life, the marriage can wait. So why aren't you waiting on getting married until you've fully sussed out the situation? Why not get married when you're, you know, 22, 23 and give him a couple years? What are, what are you getting from marriage that you need right now at 19 years old? probably nothing so let's wait a little bit let's see what he's like let's have him over for some family dinner and you know have a nice conversation about what his plans are and what his intentions are and hopefully you just buy yourself enough time for either the good things about this guy to be exposed or the bad things about this guy to be exposed and for her to learn about the situation and to just like grow a little more as an individual you, you do have the red flags of like the parents are not around. So clearly she's looking for maybe a fatherly figure and she's found it in this 40 year old guy. So I don't My know. sister is citing daddy issues already. So if those are there at the beginning of the relationship, then I don't think it's likely that she'll listen to a lot of wisdom about waiting or, you know, writing it out for a while to see yeah. how this guy's character is. It seems like you're in this relationship because of the pre-existing issues and those pre-existing issues are probably going to inform that dating season as well. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, if she's going to continue at, at this point, she is 19. She's going to make her own decisions. Right. If she's going right. to continue, right. Then you got to start talking about like prenuptials and like stuff like that. Like you need to start getting onto the legal end of the problems that can come with getting married to this guy, especially if he's a cook and she plans on doing something greater with her life and like, you know, making more money or gaining more status. Then you just got to start convincing her <laughs> to get to get some sort of a prenup with this guy because oh goodness i almost today reacted to james sexton who is this now like famous divorce lawyer who was on soft white underbelly he was also uh interviewed by lex friedman you guys can let me know in the chat if you want me to react to that interview but he talks about the stats surrounding divorce how marriage is the most important legal decision you will ever make in your lifetime and people don't treat it as seriously as it should be treated and they don't even understand what they're signing away when they get married to somebody and especially without a prenup so let me know if you want me to talk about that subject more on this channel um you guys know how I feel about marriage. I'm a little like iffy about the institution as far as the government is involved and the legality of it. So I would love to talk about his perspective on that. But that is certainly what this sister needs to be talking about with the 19 year old because uh, it's more than likely she does not at all understand what she would be entering legally if she were to get married to this man. Next one. Am I the asshole for telling my 35 fiance that I don't want to have more children at the moment because we just got custody of his daughter? It says me, 30, my fiance, 35, which just got custody of his 11-year-old recently, and I'm currently in nursing school, and, and she doesn't work. Okay, 
She says, I told my fiance that I don't want us to have any more children until I get done with school because having a newborn and his non-independent child would be rough on me. He thinks I don't want to have more children because his daughter is here now. And I did state to him that he'll be fine with raising one child while I'm in school, but not two. He also feels that I can handle it because I don't work and I just go to school. Okay, first of all, I was going to say something rude. <laughs> um, this girl is making You're the right decision. I was going to say the grammar in this post alone signals oh. to me <laughs> that you should not. But anyways, this is the girl making the right decision. Okay. You just got custody of an 11-year-old child. Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Who is this man that you are not even married to yet who is telling you, that you need another child when you just got custody of his 11-year-old kid, meaning he went off and got somebody else pregnant who he was not ready to have a child with, and that didn't end well. Now you've gone through the whole custody process. You get custody of another child, and he tells you he wants a newborn right now? Girl, just like with the situationship, if you don't stand up for yourself and represent yourself in the situation, which it sounds like she is, Especially if he's expecting her to take on like a motherly role and telling you you can handle it when you're actively saying, I'm in school right now trying to build a better future for myself. What do you mean I can handle this right now? Just yeah. like the 19-year-old. Wait. Wait it out. Yeah, and also just I know multiple people who've gone through nursing school, and it is no joke, man. It is a very intense couple of years of study. Like it, it doesn't allow for a lot outside of extracurricular activities or anything. So if you're in a marriage that you have a kid to care for already and you're in nursing school, like the idea of getting pregnant and having another newborn in the midst of that just to me seems like a lot uh, having watched some people go through nursing school. And if you guys are nurses or know, know them in the chat, let us know if you agree with that. Yeah, and that's crazy. I I, I might be extreme here. This me, This to me says he does not care about you. This means that he only cares that you are a vessel for a child. If you're telling him, no, I have concerns about my future, trying to get through school, become a nurse so I can support our family as they're about to get married. And he's saying, no, I think you can handle it. You can have another kid. Uh-uh. I would be questioning even going through with the marital part of this whole situation that you're in right now with this guy because he sounds like a walking red flag. This would be a no from me. You guys in the chat at, let's see, let's see what you said for the poll. 93% of you said that no, she is not the a-hole in this situation. 7% of you said that she is. Yeah, no, absolutely not. She should hold off, hold Seems off. like a clear cut one on that one. Yeah, 100%. We're going to move on to this next one. Uh, and we'll do maybe one or two more before we close out for today. It says, am I the asshole? My male 32 partner, uh, oh, my male 32 partner, female 35 of two years wants me to pay for a childminder. I imagine that's a babysitter so that she can stay home two days a week rather than work. I said, no. We have a three-year-old son from my previous relationship. She works five days a week currently in her dream career. I work all over, I work all week, I think is what they meant to say, doing over 40 hours, but spread over seven days. 
I own eight food locations. We have a nanny for about 20 hours a week to cover when I can't look after our son and partner isn't around, mainly 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. weekdays, and our son gets dropped off at partner's work nursery by nanny at 10 a.m. I pick him up as soon as my day is done, so he's normally there two to three hours. Currently, his nanny time is paid by the maintenance she gets for him. Okay, it says partner has been getting jealous of all the stay at home moms in the area and now wants to give up two days work so that she can hang out with them, except that all have school age kids. So she wants to extend the nanny time on her two days off so that she can do other things, but she can't afford it. She'll lose income from her job and she wants to spend more on herself. So it's so is insisting that I pick up the extra costs and take over the full cost of the nanny. I currently pay for everything except the nanny and partner's car. This excludes the cleaner and laundry service. Plus, I do all the cooking. I was a chef. All of her income is her own. I said no. I work FT. I don't know what that means. I work, oh, full time. And I'm not sure why she shouldn't. Am I the a-hole for not wanting to pay for my partner's time off? Y'all, these couples sound like they're in a mess. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what's going on. It depends on the dynamic you want in your relationship, right? If you want to be a provider and she's saying she wants to be a stay-at-home mom, then I guess you're going to have to, like, work that out at some point or another. If that was not the agreement that you got into, then maybe this is not the person that you want to be a relationship in, uh, be in a relationship in. And it sounds like, the, the son is not her son, right? The son is from a previous relationship, so she's the stepmom to this child. If she's not going to use the time off to take care of the son, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you want. I can't imagine as a woman being like, I want time off school, I mean off of work, but I'm not going to you know, take care of the kid that I now have a responsibility for by virtue of being in this relationship. I just want the time off for myself. Can you pay for it and pay for a nanny to watch your three-year-old? Don't date somebody who has kids if you don't want to take on the responsibility of caring for a child. Do not enter the realm of being a stepmother if you do not want to be a stepmother. Just sounds like this is not the relationship for him. (laughs) Yeah, this whole thing, like you said, it sounds kind of just like a cluster to me. I I can't really make a judgment here because one, I don't know if I really understand the dynamic of their relationship enough, even with this sort of long-winded description. Yeah. Uh, But also the way that they're going about this relationship is honestly just foreign to me. And it it strikes me as sort of just difficult. Uh, If you're keeping score in all these different arenas and you have all these variables that you have to factor into like what's fair and who's sacrificing more at any given moment. And like in my this is maybe simple and like a, hopefully this doesn't sound judgmental or anything, but like coming from the perspective of someone who's recently married, like we've just got to approach everything of like the, the relationship is its own thing. And that's, we both have to prioritize that above ourselves. And so everything is just together and it's not, we're not keeping score against each other. I had a funny realization the other day, like we recently got this espresso machine, right? And it has like a reservoir and it has to be kept clean. And like, you have to fill the beans and fill the water and all that. And my wife uses it just as much as me, if not more, uh, mm-hmm. every day. And I caught myself being a little frustrated that the reservoir was empty and I was refilling it for like the second or third time in a row. And it's, and I, so I was like, ah, I'm like, well, why doesn't she do this? You know, but she does so much around the house way more than probably me. Like, and I, what right do I have to be upset about something like that? And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? 
I'm just going to decide to take pride in keeping this espresso machine ready to go 24-7, no matter if it was me who used it or not. Like, I'm just going to keep this thing full, stocked, and ready to roll and just decide to have a good attitude about it. I'm not going to keep score in this arena. Uh, and I'm just going to bring this to the table and take pride in, in treating this well. And I think that that's kind of the energy that you need to make things successful. If everything is like you're keeping a logbook of who did what, it, that's it's just a tougher uh, dynamic. And, I mean, people make things work and, you know, whatever i don't far be it for me to cast cast throw stones or anything but uh from just speaking from my personal point of view uh that that's how i think things can work or whatever so. yeah it's got to give like i hear a lot like i feel like the most successful couples that i that i like heard from or listened to is just like some days you're going to come to the table with 50 50 and you're both picking up 50 50 of the slack but you should never expect that on any given day and be like tallying what each person brings to the table sometimes you're going to wake up at 100 percent, and your partner's going to wake up at 20 and at that point in order to like make things work you got to be 180 to make it a full you know 200 with both of you going at the same time and then vice versa other days when you're not feeling as well and hopefully they'll pick up the slack for you and you have to just like grapple with that and, and go back and forth and accept that that's the way that relationships look instead of tallying back and forth what things will look like uh, and you know that's what i think a lot of the dating conversations get wrong in this time guys we're gonna do one more before we get into super chats this one says, am I the asshole for telling someone I never desired a daughter and didn't, quote, try for a girl? It says, weird question, but I have four sons. They are 14, 12, 8, and 4. The older two are biological and the younger two were adopted after a birth complication made us infertile. I was at the park over the weekend with my younger two boys. I got to chatting with another couple and mentioned that I had four boys. She said something like, quote, Oh, you poor thing. I wanted a girl too. But he pointed to her husband, uh, but pointed to her husband and wait, I wanted a girl too, but he pointed to her husband, didn't want to have a third. Sorry, got that right. Okay. I told her that I didn't try for a girl and that if I, if I wanted a girl, we could have put that in our adoption paperwork, but we didn't have a gender preference. I have no strong desire for a girl and love having sons, so she has no reason to feel sorry for me. It rubbed me the wrong way that she said, poor thing, like the boys aren't good enough for me, and she said it right in front of them. They already have to field questions about being adopted. They shouldn't have to feel bad about their gender too, you know? Anyway, the lady got upset told me that I was rude for no reason and walked away. I spoke to my sister-in-law about it and she also felt I didn't handle it correctly. She had three girls and one boy and said it is just a normal thing people comment on. She said people will tell her that her son is going to be feminine because he only has sisters and that she shrugs it off, so I should have done the same. Am I the asshole? Okay, wait, he doesn't sound like he did anything wrong. He just told her that he didn't try for a girl and that if he had wanted a girl, he could have put it on his adoption paperwork. At first, when I read the beginning, the initial part of this, am I the a-hole for telling somebody I never desired a daughter and didn't want to try for a girl? My initial reaction is if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're having a conversation about kids and somebody specifies, I really don't want a boy or I really don't want a girl, do not have kids with that person. <laughs> and the reason is if you want kids you have a 50-50 probability of getting a boy or a girl. So if you have some sort of preference towards what sex your kid is born with, you shouldn't have kids. 
because that's the deal that you're brokering right now by, you know, it, you know, getting into the relationship of having kids and moving on to that step in your life. If you are uncomfortable with having a kid of a certain sex, do not do it. You are not ready. <laughs> but it sounds like he just said, you know, this is what we ended up with, you know, on the adoption. Uh, we, we didn't say specifically what gender we want, and I'm fine with having boys. And I do think it is harmful for you to have boys who maybe are already insecure about their position with your family by virtue of being adopted and to have some random lady say, oh, poor thing for you having four boys. The hell you mean poor thing for you having having four boys? Like uh, this guy we used to work with at PragerU, he's got three daughters, right? And you know, every time his wife has gotten pregnant, daughter, 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 and he has mentioned wanting a son. And I can understand, you know, I think most people, if they're gonna have multiple kids, would love to have a boy and a girl just to experience both dynamics or, or whatever, without a preference towards either. Uh, and I feel as though if somebody told him, oh, you poor thing, I'm so sorry that you had three daughters, he'd probably have a very similar response. What do you mean? I love each of my daughters. What do you, why are you calling me poor thing? Because they've been born, especially if the daughters are in earshot to, to hear that. And he very respectfully handled it and said, you know what, hey, if I had specifically wanted a daughter, I would have put that on my adoption form. And now I have boys, and that's fine, and our life is beautiful, and they're happy. So no, he's not the a-hole in this situation. I'm curious to see what you guys say. It looks like many of you agree. 79% said no, he is not the a-hole. 22% of you said yes, he is. I'm curious to hear from the 22% on why you think that is. Taylor, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this situation in particular, I got kind of lost in everything, but I, as far as what you're describing, of, you don't want to make a preference known or be aggressive about having a preference. Like you said, it's okay to acknowledge, like, okay, if you've had, like our friend who had three girls, like, it's okay to be like, I would like to have a son, but also you don't want to create this strange thing where it's going to be a disappointment if you have a girl, like, it's just for that the psychology on your wife, the psychology for around them or your family, and also it's just like, get over that like this is a human life at stake and it's a your child like you should still love it no matter what uh their sex happens to be right. so uh it's just it's to me it's just something you have to be very like uh it's it's okay to like have these desires to like want a son or want a daughter or whatever but it's a matter of maturity and love of like putting uh putting the fact that you're bringing a human life into this world uh, above your whatever preferences you might have and taking taking that seriously and then being very careful with like how that might affect your children their psychology and your spouse so uh yeah i as far as the situation though i did get kind of lost yeah i'm just saying like if, yeah if anybody says anything negative about my children within earshot they're getting called out on it i'm so sorry you're gonna get called out on it immediately i don't think people uh, I don't think a lot of people understand how much children absorb. And if they're of an age to understand the negative thing that you just said about their presence, they're going to absorb that whether we like it or not. So I think as a parent, it is your duty to respectfully just correct somebody on that. And it sounds like that's exactly what he did. He doesn't seem to overreact or be totally upset about what the woman said. He just said, hey, you know, I've got four boys and I love that I have four boys. And that's an amazing thing. And we're, we're chilling, even though you might think that... Uh, I'm a poor thing uh, to be in that situation. And it seems as though you agree. I'll have to keep an eye out for the 22% the who said yes. And I'd love to hear your comments in the live chat. We are going to get into super chats, which means the Taylor bubble is going up. Guys, oh, let's hey talk guys. about it. 
will just appear uh, over it. your shoulder here. Yep, love Am it. Am I the, the angel or the devil? Uh, who knows? <laughs> you decide. Uh, let's see. We had so we had. I don't know if you guys were around at the beginning of today's stream. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, so we launched the stream. We had some lag issues, had to relaunch it. So, but we got a couple super chats in that first one. So fear not, you have not been forgotten, Daniel, Alyssa, and Heba. So we we'll start you. with you guys. Daniel Santana says, "Happy Friday, guys!" Thank and you. It turned out to be a happy Friday after all. It wouldn't have been a very happy Friday if we couldn't get the show off the ground. I uh, know, but we made it. We refuse to give up, guys. We're gonna get this show running. No matter what it takes. <laughs> I'm not freaking leaving. We're not leaving. Show goes on. Uh, okay. Alyssa Cottom says, uh, random question. What's your opinion on members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a.k.a. Mormons? Just curious. Um, I don't feel anything in particular about the religion. You guys know I'm not religious. Um, but I will say, every time I go to Utah, these are the, some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and it's interesting because they all... Uh, at least the ones that I'm like acquainted with have a family structure that I look at and I'm like, you know what? That's exactly what I want for my future just without the religious part. And I think that's dope. Like they have like four kids, you know, big home, mother and father, nuclear family. They wake up every morning, you know, they're making breakfast or whatever, taking care of their kids. They're very active within the community. At least the Latter-day Saints that I've met, uh, very very kind people. I feel like if I needed a kidney transplant, uh, Utah's the place to be. <laughs> <laughs> they'd Great be like to put it, let's check if i'm a match i don't even know you but let's check if i'm a match right now <laughs> very very yeah. nice people that's all i know uh here here okay hiba back here says hey amla thanks for being level-headed and speaking truth you're awesome thank you i appreciate it i hope you guys had fun with today's show we were just a little laid back uh, laid back moment today we chilling we chilling uh, right-leaning RLL says, I come from LDS background, so eight is a green blat. I'm one of six, my dad is one of ten, my mom's one of eight, and my uncle has seven. I think it would be great to have a large family like I'm used to. You know what? I'm like, okay, it, sometimes I meet people with so many kids that I'm like, you can't possibly give attention to all of your kids. But I will say, I'm well acquainted with an LDS family that lives in Utah. And if there's anybody that could give attention to that many kids, it is that mother and father. I have never met uh, two parents that are more active in their kids' lives. And I mean, like, waking up every morning, making breakfast for the entire family, sitting down, talking about each of their days. All of their kids are in extracurriculars, and they go on, like, mission trips, and they they speak different languages, and, like, the parents are sitting down, like, practicing the different languages with the kids and talking about their school assignments, helping them apply to colleges, all these different things, keeping up with each of the people that their kids are dating and treating them like their own children. You know what? I think you have to have a lot of energy for eight kids, but it's not to say that nobody has that energy because some people do. Some people do. Uh, Mr. Borbin says, this is random, but I miss seeing the Tom Sowell portrait in the background. Was that PragerU property, LOL? Yeah, it, it is a PragerU. <laughs> Actually, they made it custom because we couldn't get like yeah. use, a, use an image uh, for copyright. So they like painted it. Um, some one of the really talented artists over there made it. So. Yeah, we we miss Mr. Mr. Soul. So he's gone still forever in our hearts. Maybe I'll get another one. I do see this artwork on I think Society Six, and it's like uh, Tom Soul and Milton Friedman, like standing like this, and <laughs> painted. <laughs> maybe I'll get maybe I'll get another piece of art to throw back here on the gallery wall. I don't know that you'll be able to see it, but it's it'll be there. Maybe. We, we've been brainstorming new merch ideas too, so maybe some Tom Soul inspired uh, merch will. Yes, would we be have. Good. We are plotting. 
Demon and Plotten. Helena Bosil's dancer says, I'm more of a quote unquote leftist technically, but love listening to your opinions and agree with some. You're a very kind person. Oh, Hugs from Spain. That is so sweet. I love that. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, I love to hear from left leaning people who watch the show because I'm like, can y'all still chill with us? Is it still a, a good a good place to be for you guys? Uh, we, we try to keep that in mind. Very happy here. Actually, fun fact, the server rebrand in uh, the Discord server, we let Patreon patrons choose the, mm -hmm. the new name. Uh, but the new name was submitted by somebody who leans left. Uh, so fun little fact there. They have a in, on the Discord server, you can like mark your political affiliation from everything from free thinker unaffiliated to like left to right. And uh, this person was like light blue. So like moderate left. Uh, but anyways, okay. that was interesting. And I love that our server's name uh, was done by someone who's uh, left to center. That's perfect. I think that is a perfect branding for, for this show at large. And it is now titled Uncensored with Amala. So the Discord link is in the description down below. If you guys would like to sign up, you can also get access to the Discord by becoming a patron on Patreon, uh, which costs as little as $1 a month. You guys can check that out in the description if you'd like. So there you go. Mm -hmm. girl says, hi, love your braids today. That's all. Have a good day. Thank you, guys. There's a lot yeah. of braids comments. I just didn't chat. mention the hairstyle. I literally just got this done yesterday. Uh, and I, I hope you guys like it. Does it look good? Thanks. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. Heba again says, compromise and have four kids. LOL. Awesome show was always online. I think that's in reference to our eight kids chat. Compromise and have four. Yeah, I have a feeling like I think most people who say eight, uh, the number will change as they have more kids and as they realize how much uh, effort and attention, hopefully, to like have you know a healthy relationship and dynamic with your kid. Uh, I think that will will shift a little bit. As always, yeah, some people are capable. Changes. Yeah, you're. You know, who knows how your situation will be once you're five, six kids deep? But yeah, you know, hey, if you're both for it at that point, go for it. I had uh, I had three siblings, so I'm from a four kid family and. I love it. So, uh, yeah, I'm a three kid mm -hmm. family. Hmm. So there you Mr. go. Mr. Borbin says 19 kids in Canon. New show idea for TLC. 19 kids in Canon. Oh, gosh. That would be the most show. depressing show that I've ever watched. You guys know how I feel about that. Like the Nick Cannon and the Elon Musk of the world who are like, we need to repopulate the world or whatever. And we need to have more kids. I don't know if that's Nick Cannon's stance, but it certainly is Elon Musk's stance. It's like, yeah, OK, maybe have those kids with the same person than Elon. He's like going and impregnating multiple women, creating a bunch of broken families. Like, who are you even... I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly, I feel passionately about this. But maybe hold your philosophy with one person because your philosophy only really works on a societal level if you're creating nuclear families, which are healthier right. for children. So wild. I, I think he gets, a, he gets a pass because people are like, oh, he has money. So the money cancels out the fact that these people don't have two parents in the household. And it does not cancel that out at all. Conceiving a child does not mean you're fathering, per se, and uh, money doesn't compensate for spending time. But nobody's going to call him out on it because he's Elon Musk. So. Yeah. Well, you are. So <laughs> that's, why, that's why you come to Uncensored with Amala. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, Andreas says, regards from Germany, my girlfriend and I have been watching a lot of your videos. Thank you for being a, the voice of reason. P.S. Oh. Girlfriend had me watch that stuff last year. I love is blind. Love is blind. I love that. And I bet you loved it too. You know, there's an element. I think guys have to say they don't like watching these shows, but as soon as you get them hooked on it and they're watching the dynamics between these couples, they're like, 
yeah, they're into the shows. They're into Love is Blind. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's an interesting social experiment, whatever mm-hmm. you think about it. I mean, it's it's hard not to uh, want to watch the, the train wreck, even if it is a train wreck. Yeah, or the good <laughs> moments, like that one couple, yeah. that one interracial couple that is still married to this day. I forget what their names are, but, you know, that's a cute couple. I'm like, damn, can't believe this little experiment that is by no means tailored to work has worked for you. Hmm. Uh, Selena Monforte says, favorite YouTube channel. Keep up the good work. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's great. I thought you were asking me what my favorite YouTube channel was. And for a moment, I was just like blank minded, couldn't think of a single answer. (laughs) (laughs) And I still don't have one. I do like Cody Co. He's up there for you. He's up there. Uh, Alex Anteas says, hey there, guys. A lot of these city girls are in situationships and then start complaining on YouTube when the guy doesn't commit delusional yeah it's tough man because you know these situationship guys the horatios of the world (laughs) they'll keep you on the line right and they'll do whatever it takes just to keep you there and to convince you that something else is coming and then nothing is coming guys so again if you're if you're listening right now and you're referring to a dynamic that you have right now with somebody else as a situationship sit down and reevaluate that because it's only a situationship for you yeah, and I will say, not all, you know, I don't know, I, not all guys who are involved in situationships are like the F-boy types, mm-hmm. speaking as someone, I don't have to go into deeply into my story, but like, <laughs> I dragged my feet a little bit uh, yeah. in, in my relationship uh, when I was dating my wife, and uh, but it was her setting clear boundaries and making me decide, okay, do you want uh, like, I'm not going to sit here and be in your back pocket. So do you, or do you want me or do you want to be in this limbo land? Because mm-hmm. if you're there, I'm not going to be waiting around for you forever. And each time she had to kind of draw those boundaries, I it made me ask myself those tough questions and confront that and be like, okay, do I want her or do I want to do whatever? And each time it forced me to choose and I chose her and no regrets. So right. uh, that's, you know, that's again, you, know, you, you set those boundaries, ladies. Do it, ladies and guys. The girls uh, are players, too, because girls is players, too. mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Oh, gosh, should I say it? We're independent now, so this is just this person's name. (laughs) Cheeks says, uh, (laughs) Seattle is a failed city now. Such a shame, but super cringe show. By the way, uh, you can say my name and not censored out like you did before. Your terms of service isn't against it, Amala. Uh, How's it been since leaving the U? Feel more free. Ah. feel more free i guess yeah we can say a lot more stuff on this show now that we couldn't before not because there was like certain you know rules placed on us but there's like just a certain dynamic of when you work for somebody larger and you're trying to like have open conversations or show your your true personality when there's other things at hand so there's always that dynamic and i feel like it's been open like we can be a little bit more chill on this show now uh and it's great it's great to just like say that like this exists in the space that it exists and in the spaces like our respective homes taylor's home my home and there's something relaxing about that being the the new reality so yeah it's been great yeah it's just real it's not like we had handcuffs on or anything before really right. I mean, we can mostly talk about anything we want to talk about just like in the back of your mind you're like i'm representing a brand here don't want to cross any lines make any trouble so right uh, not having that now it's it's, it's nice um, Hundo. Okay, Stephen Sanders. Sanders says, "Did you ever watch my arrest? Uh, if not, I can send it again. It was the mask policy on public property in Deland, Florida. Yeah, uh, I have drive with all the details. That would have all been on the. I remember your name, Stephen. That would have all been on the old email. So you have to send it to my new one on Instagram. 
that we updated last we show. I think we updated that last show. So yeah. Somebody said you missed my super chat. Do you have one from Otaku? I just saw that. Or Otaku. Oh, they no. just deleted so maybe, that comment. So that's maybe coming, you didn't. It's coming. I see it in the queue here. Okay. Don't get too antsy. It's coming, guys. <laughs> uh, okay. One more from Alex. Hey, see, Amal, I'm telling you, these girls have baggage from the past. And if they find a guy they sort of like, still gets the red button. See, Amal, I'm telling you. How did I know? Outrageous. How did girl. I know Alex is going to be in the chat? I literally said Alex is going to be in the chat about this girl in particular. And get Alex, you know what? We agree like 60% with each other on this one. I just don't know how, how large the scope of the issue is. But yes, there's certainly women out there who are like that. And you know what? They'll learn the hard way. That's, that's unfortunate. Because... Her situation in particular, we're talking about the breast milk lady, for those of you who are, you know, uh, getting reacquainted. Uh, she's already been a mother. That means she's already taken one of the biggest steps of her life with somebody that it didn't work out with. And if you didn't learn the lesson there, <sighs> I don't know where you're going to learn the lesson down the line. That's just tragic. You need to wake up. That guy was a good guy. The one who was just sitting across from you and said, literally, when you told him you had a kid, do you know how many guys would be like, eh, give you the button immediately from just that alone? And he was just like, yeah. No, that's a vibe. That's cool. If you don't run after that man and go get his number, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, Blondie Beast Fit says, I thought I had courage, but then I discovered you and awesome Nashville man. Sorry, I can't remember names. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Taylor. Thank you. thank you for speaking up from Quebec, Canada. Je vous adore. Oh, thank you. That is so very sweet. And I'm sure you, you are just as courageous. So thank you so much. That's so nice. I forgive you for not remembering my name. It's okay. Merci de passer l'après-midi avec nous. Boom. Thanks for, thanks for spending your afternoon with us. Resident polyglot. We got to. Uh, Alex Santeas says one more. Oh, no, I got him. Uh Danny Taronis says, happy Friday. Love your braids. Uh, didn't get a chance Thank last you. time, but wanted to say welcome to the Slytherin house. Amala, I'm enjoying these lives <laughs> with the button. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you guys, if you missed it, we did do uh, the Harry Potter house quiz and I ended up being Slytherin. Even though I don't know all that that entails, all I know that the the evil SOBs are in house Slytherin. So I guess I'm hanging out with them. Uh, but yeah, you know what? Happy to be there. <laughs> Love it. Um Blondie Beast again says, Taylor, now I remember, by the way, girl, your shape, your style, 10 out of 10, you light up the room with your energy. Oh, thank you so much. That is so nice. <laughs> I got new clothes from Fashion Nova. That's why you're seeing like new tops on, <laughs> on this show now. This new top, you know, rocking. It matches my tattoo a little bit. So uh, it's a little bit of a vibe. I'm having fun. You can do your fashion influencer videos on your other channel or something yeah i need to like show off my that. outfits or whatever the good news is now that i work from home my closet is literally right on the like you can't see my whole studio but right behind the cameras is my entire closet so we could do outfit changes mid-show we can be that dramatic <laughs> you go, katie perry super bowl show yeah, on it. exactly <laughs> otaku says uh if she doesn't eat vegetables she probably doesn't oh god <laughs> we're not gonna finish that okay we're i can only assume what was gonna be <laughs> I, I love that you were so passionate about the fact that we missed your like, inappropriate oh, super one. chat yeah, yeah. Uh, just to let you guys know we will not read super inappropriate super chats they can be a little inappropriate but we're not gonna re read super inappropriate super chats i can only imagine what you said 
Uh, but sure, if that's why it's you like knew. It's like restaurants reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. We reserve the right not yep. to read. Yep. No shoes, no <laughs> shirt. <crazy. laughs> yeah. There we go. Uh, but thanks, I think. Um, Ty Orant says vegetarian over carnivore diet, hands down. Vegan, however, jail. <laughs> That, okay, I can see that. There's just some some people who are vegan who are insufferable. I did go through a vegan phase, and I was an insufferable vegan at one point in my life. Uh, but uh, we we got past that, and now we're on the other side of it. You know, I still have my my qualms with the food industry for vegetables and for meat, uh, which is just unfortunate. That that needs to be revolutionized at some point, and I I think it will. Hopefully, if we wake up and realize just how bad it is. That's why I'm on my homesteader path, you know? I'm, I'm tunnel vision on having a house with a big ass garden that is, you know, subsistence at least for my future family and some chickens, maybe a goat, maybe a cow, you know, a little, little something going on there. Just very low key, but at least on the point of vegetables and like eggs, producing my own food. And I think that really is the future because of how crazy the food industry is right now. And it's full of like pesticides and carcinogens and crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll get off my soapbox <laughs> on that one. I could go on and on about that. <laughs> Remember that's a good video, like following you, trying to make a sustenance lifestyle based on your own Dude, veggies and stuff. I'm telling you right now, if y'all are listening to this show and you get anything from this episode, the future is in being able to produce your own food with how much stuff they are pumping into your food and how much they do not want you to be able to produce your own food. Learn how to do it. <laughs> At least have mm. the knowledge of how to do it in case you need it in the future. You know, I was listening to Joe Rogan a while back, uh, this guy who's like a farmer, but he like converted his like big agri agriculture farm mm -hmm. into like a farm that's self-sustaining like he uses the manure from his animals to fertilize the ground and like redid it all to where it's like this you know system that works and yeah anyway, it'd be interesting to like have you visit one of those and you know learn about it anyway, i would love just, like, to do that live creative session right here yeah we love <laughs> it let us know if you want to see that tell us on patreon uh okay or discord i should say yeah uh michael jackson says wow King of Pop is here, Prince. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I do carnivore, been over a year because my stats are so good. Doctor told me I don't need my meds or supplements anymore. Hey, you know what? If it's working for you health wise, I think that's great. I do have the question though, and this is the question that my boyfriend brought up when, like, whenever we have discussions about carnivore diet or whatever, we see like a lot of carnivore content, like the lion diet and stuff like that. Is that like if you're having issues with your diet and you cut everything and just eat meat? How do you know that you've like got the solution if you've cut everything out? Like, are you slowly like eating meat and then like reintegrating, like trying broccoli and seeing if that creates the same issue for you or like cutting everything, eating meat and like slowly trying like one vegetable after the other. And then you know that all the other foods are causing problems because logistically I'm thinking like you could cut all foods and only eat meat, right? But because you've cut everything, then yeah, you caught the problem, but that doesn't mean that like meat was the solution. Does that make sense? These are just questions that float through yeah. my brain when I see people who say they found success on the carnivore diet because I'm like, okay, what if dairy was your issue? But you cut dairy, fruits, vegetables, you know, sugars, all this other stuff. And right. then you're saying that meat solved your problem, but you don't, you wouldn't technically know if you didn't one by one reintegrate everything. 
That is my only thing with the carnivore diet that I have questions about. I, I need that to be figured out because it could be that like sugar was your problem, but you cut everything else out and now you think the carnivore diet solved everything. Let me know in the chat down below. <laughs> How are you guys doing this? Yeah, I'm with you there on the carnivore stuff. Like it, it appeals to me just because I think it's kind of awesome to like only eat meat. But at the same time, I'm very much a, of the school of like, I hate imposing rules on myself that don't make any sense. I hate taking options away from myself for irrational reasons. I will be disciplined and I will choose not to do certain things that are bad for me or whatever because I understand the rationale behind not doing them, but I will not like just apply these blanket rules to my life that deprive me of freedoms that I could just have if I just had discipline and the ability to moderate or a better understanding of the science or whatever it may be. So yeah. I'm, I'm obsessed with like, give me, I want the results that I want. I want the health, I want the fitness and everything, but like, I'm not gonna needlessly deprive myself of good things. Uh, just because someone said so or whatever. So anyways. Yeah, I'm always like super, <laughs> super questionable on the diets that are like, like just eat this one thing or like you can be sustained on this one thing. Like, I don't know if you guys are like on OG YouTube, but there used to be this girl and I don't know if she still makes YouTube videos or if she's even allowed to, but her name was Freely the Banana Girl. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but her whole diet, let me see if I can find her. Freely the Banana Girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, she still exists. If someone told me, like, this is her five years ago, that in 2009, isolation, vacation lifestyle, is it gonna show her? Anyway, she has a banging bod or whatever, and she looks good, she looks healthy or whatever. She's like cut, got abs or whatever, and she's like, I eat like 40 bananas every single day or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, your skin's clear, you seem to be doing well, you have a fit body, and you're eating bananas. Like, that's cool. Just like carnivore diet people say that they're eating meat. But I'm like, you're only eating bananas. There's probably other things that you could, like, reintegrate into your diet that wouldn't cause some of the problems that other people are having, but you're choosing to only eat bananas. Anyways, y'all let me know. Yeah, there's so much anecdotal stuff in the dieting and fitness world yeah. that people do it's like i'm glad that's love that for you but you know yeah love that me, for you give me the hard facts that apply to everybody right just your anecdotal experience anyways thanks for that uh, detour uh, <laughs> had to do it <laughs> let's see billy bruce says i would not date a vegan but i would date a vegetarian because a vegetarian would eat fish would vegetarians okay. eat fish i thought that's pescatarians eat fish yeah yeah exactly i don't know uh, check back in on that Pretty sure pescatarians eat fish. <laughs> but already, this is too many words for me. <laughs> so just many like, diets. Just be chill. Yeah. <laughs> just be normal. Oh, no, I lost my place. Uh, one second. We're going to catch it. <laughs> um, okay, we're just going to pick up with right leading RLL says, I saw that tweet about the study after Tim Pool shared it on X. I really didn't like the conclusion of, oh, it's men's fault for not approaching women when it's a huge part of all young men. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I'd have to look at what the how the question was asked. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean you don't talk to women ever? Do you, are you not talking to female coworkers? Do you not have female friends? I didn't look. All I saw was that screenshot that was shared on Twitter. And the screenshot, of course, exacerbates, you know, what what the outcome is and what the conclusion is. And a lot of people were dogging on men. Other people were saying it's women's fault for being unapproachable. You really have to look into these surveys and studies to see how the question is asked. Because 
you know, there's a lot of guys who would say, yeah, I'm not going to go walk up to a random girl at a bar. And it could be for, you know, any reason under the sun. You have to really see the ins and outs of why people answer the way they do before you jump to a conclusion of like, oh, it's men's fault for not talking to women and shooting their shot. Um, one more from Beaten Cheeks says, uh, I'm against dating apps and Instagram, but I, but due to the majority of guys being scared to approach women in real life, speaking to women has been easy for me at farmer's markets, lounges, while walking my dogs, you know, touching grass. Okay. Hey, he's like, I'm a, I'm a shot shooter. I'm a walk up to the woman at the farmer's market, out at the grocery store. <laughs> I'm going to start a conversation. You know, yeah, there are... There are women who are not going to welcome that, and there are women who are. And it's it's really a percentage game at the end of the day for guys of, like, you, you'll have to talk to X amount of women in order to get, you know, the, the few who are going to be interested. And for every guy, the percentage is going to be different. But there is an element of having to deal with rejection in, in order to get to the end. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, I did see a tweet today about day game, how it's this new thing that guys are doing or bragging that? about. Like, women are so used to being approached at bars the same way. So guys are, like, trying day game, which is, like, engaging women at the supermarket or other places during the day where they're not conventionally mm. expecting to be uh, approached. And they're finding success So because there's a little bit more credit to you because you're doing it in a different type of setting or whatever. So, Interesting. Anyways. I wonder... <sighs> Hmm. I, I can see how that would work. I could also see how like women would be like, I do not want to be bothered at the grocery store. Yeah. I do not want to be bothered when I'm at the gym. And that could be like, you know, backfire on you a little bit. But again, it's just a percentage game. It's going to work, you know, X amount of times wherever you are based on, you know, how you approach and who you are. Yeah. Don't be a weirdo at day or at night and your, your chance. Just be, be normal. Better. Just be normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, must Pavlov dog says, if you don't eat greens, we're not mixing our genes. I'm a good one. I'm with you on that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am totally with you on that one. You need to have a a, di a diet of variety. That's that's all I'm asking for. Omnivorous. Mm -hmm. uh, Cascada said, Amla, why are you so pretty? Uh, anyway, thanks. thanks, Amla and team, for your vids. Congratulations to you guys going independent. Love from India. Oh, thank wow. you so much from India. That is super dope. That's well, awesome. thank you for watching. Thank you for the support. Uh, Alex again says, I'm telling you, Amala, women really do have choice paralysis due to Instagram, <laughs> Tinder, etc. Uh, also, I don't even attempt to approach girls in public because it's literally a waste of time, money, and self-esteem. So do men, Alex. They have the same problem, too. They have the same. Everybody's got the same problem. I don't know. You just got to, again, it's a percentage game, Alex. You got to keep going for it. And you got to ask yourself, you know, what, you know, what's, what's the next move? What can I do next? What can I bring to the, to the table next? And it, it'll work, you know, we can, we can focus on women being the problem or men being the problem or whatever, but I would much rather we just, you know, focus on ourselves and putting ourselves in the right position to be successful. And then it, it will all come. Here, here. Uh, Celtic Blacksmith says, Amla, is there any chance you'll set up some kind of super chat system that doesn't put money in YouTube's pocket, perhaps through Patreon somehow? You know, I, we've thought about this and gone back and forth about it. There's like, you can do it through like Streamlabs or Patreon or something like that. We have to figure it out logistically so that it makes sense for you. Right now, super chats is the easiest way to get that done. But hopefully down the line, we will have an alternate system that doesn't involve that. So there you go. Um... Right-leaning RLL says, I'm a new nurse still in my residency, regardless of how easy or hard nursing school is. 
uh, because it can depend on the school. It's a terrible thing to have, a terrible idea to have a kid during it wait for graduation. I completely agree with you. That is a tough situation to put yourself in. And congratulations on, you know, getting through this whole program and being almost on the other end of it. That is a massive achievement. Yeah. Anybody who's like still in school trying to get to the next step of their life where they have a career should probably hold off on bringing a child into the world at that time. You just can't possibly give the amount of attention that is needed to have a healthy child at, at the same time. And of course there are people who are in the situation of being in school and having kids and that's fine and they make do and they make it happen. But I don't think if you ask those people whether or not it was the easiest thing to do, they're gonna say, oh yeah, it was totally easy and everything was fine and I didn't have any trouble and I didn't, you know, project any of my stress onto my child. It's not ideal and you should give yourself time to put yourself in a better position before having children. Sutma Dude says, if I were on a date with a woman and she admitted she loved the 1975, I would make her pay the bill plus the tip plus the Uber fare. Oh Am my I gosh. You know what? <laughs> if she says she likes the 1975, send her my way. I'll date her. Okay. <laughs> Because that, that's a good woman right there, and she knows what's good. And she <laughs> she's just on another level. That's the Packable problem. Taste. You weren't meant to be anyways. She dodged a bullet. <laughs> wow. Savage. Uh, okay, let's see here. A couple more. Um, Vilma says, hi from Finland. Have Do you think that everyone can find a forever person? To me, marriage seems scary because everyone's getting divorced these days. I just watched The Vow and the real life couples got divorced after cheating. Do I think everyone, everyone's always a big statement. I don't think like everyone can do really anything. I do think a lot of people can find, you know, the person to spend the rest of their lives with. It's just a really difficult thing to do. You never quite know exactly what's going to happen in life and how things are going to pan out. Uh, I do think it's the most important decision you will make as a human being, so you should take it really seriously and really try to find that person. I would hope that everybody could find that in their lives. But there's also not everybody wants that, you know? So there, there, there's that element too. Um, what I do think though is that humans can fall in love. And there's this question, there was like a Jubilee video of like polyamory versus monogamy. And the question was asked like, do you think people can fall in love with multiple individuals in their life? And of course all the polyamorous people come forward because they love multiple people at one time or whatever. But if you think about it, over the course of your lifetime, you're gonna like fall in love with your first boyfriend. You might be in love with the second or you, you, know, you marry the third or whatever. So technically you can be in love with multiple people or whatever. Uh, and I think human love is very malleable and watching something like love is blind really emphasizes that It's crazy that a bunch of producers can put together like random people They find in LA or in Seattle or wherever they are and place them in a room and some of them end up falling in love It just shows you like how malleable maybe the minds are of human beings that they can be just like placed in a situation and somehow find love with another person in that way and you can view that as like a dark thing of like people imagine that they're in love with somebody when they really aren't or you can view that as a really beautiful thing that like we can find love given whatever situation we're placed in uh so it's a long-winded way to answer the question that i do think a lot of people can find love but you do have to be you know in a positive mindset you have to view yourself positively you have to be putting yourself in the position to be the best person that you can possibly be and hopefully someone comes along uh that elevates that in some way and adds something to your life. But if they don't, hopefully you're, you know, 
sound within yourself and you love yourself enough and love life enough for that to be okay too. If that makes sense. Uh, let's see. Danny Tarones says, Bass Taylor, always enjoy listening to your POV. Taylor's definitely the angel, I guess not the devil, on the shoulder. So <laughs> yes, Taylor is based. <laughs> uh, SM Kala says, came in at the end, but Taylor, you hit a new wisdom level in the relationship department. Well said. Both of you have a good weekend. Oh, thank you right. so much. Yeah, whenever I feel like what I do on this show is a lot is I, I rant and then Taylor comes in and just like packages it beautifully with a new perspective and hands it over to people. <laughs> and uh, I think that's awesome. I'm glad it, that hits sometimes. I feel like most of the time I just ramble and you're nah. very sharp and articulate. You're killing it. You're killing it. Uh, we're we're doing something here. You guys are, <laughs> you guys keep showing up, so we'll we'll keep it going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Ty Oren again says, "My love is blind as a guy is dance moms." There will be no further questions at this time. That's so funny. You like watching dance moms? There's a lot of drama in dance moms. Abby Miller, man, she is a force. Whether you like her or not. <laughs> oh, that's a show. I thought he meant yeah. like, I believe in Love is Blind because I'm into Dance Moms or something. No, like, it, yeah. Dance Moms is show. his show. It's like the moms yeah. who like make their kids do like, you know, dance at Abby Lee Miller's dance company and they do competitions and stuff. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, learn something new every day. Yes, you do. Um, 60% Amala. You only agree 60%. This is Alex. <laughs> Milko hasn't learned any lessons from her mistakes, which is why she red buttoned him. You okay. should do a documentary as a guy trying to date women and see how hard it is. There's plenty of guys who also create so many problems. I know this personally as a woman. That's why I'm at 60%. There's a lot of treachery out there, guys. Treachery. Uh, one more from Blondie Beast Fits says, Neurotypes. I used to be a sponsored figure, bodybuilder, and trainer. Super interesting. Neurotypes. What were we talking about? Maybe that was like with the diet stuff. Maybe, or maybe she was responding to somebody in the chat, like they were huh. chatting about that. I'm not sure how to respond to that. No, but also, but congrats on having been a bodybuilder. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, Zarina says, "Join the live late, but I'm currently breastfeeding my baby while watching the lady who sells her breast milk." Yeah. See, there you go. You know, women are out there doing it. Yeah, I do have so many more questions about the breast milk, the breast milk selling. Uh, I wish I had some clarity on that, but alas, here we are. I'm just gonna have to live with that knowledge. Will, yeah, find a way to sleep tonight without <laughs> knowing more about it. But uh, Jean I think this is the last one I see. Says, "What happened to Taylor's air horse sound? We got little golf clap now." So. We do. We have the little. <laughs> Woo! But we do also have the air horn. It's just not as yeah, good. So. I don't, in my opinion, I prefer the uh, the applause. <laughs> we also need box. like a sitcom laugh track. Some t- someday I'll program this and we'll get some we'll get some cool stuff in this. I need a boo. I need a boo track. I need a sitcom laugh track. There's a lot of things that I need to work on. I need a ooh sound for some reason. I don't know what I need it for, but I know that I need that sound. <laughs> And the voice modulators, you got to work those in at least once an episode. Yes, and we're going to do the voice mod right now as we close out this episode. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. It has been so very fun. I love looking extra girly but having a very masculine voice. Uh, this is Amala talking to you right now, and I sound like I am mid-transition. But I am only transitioning to the end of this episode. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Please like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time we're live. That is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central, and 
Leave a comment down below about how you feel about the different things we talked about today. The dating show, Am I the Asshole, all of the different super chats. Comment that down below, and I love to read your comments. So guys, the weekend is coming. Have a fantastic weekend. Let me know what your weekend plans are in the chat. And I will see you guys on Monday. Also, we have a video coming out tomorrow. It's a more serious subject matter. So keep an eye out for that. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Bye.